You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. It is Katie here for a solo episode. In today's episode, I am going to talk about Saucha, which is a niyama in yoga philosophy. There are 10 yamas and niyamas, and Saucha is the first niyama, and it translates to purity. But really what it means is to be with yourself, to be with your moments. And purity, the word itself, can be kind of triggering, uh, at least for me, because I relate it to perfection, perfectionism, which I know is something that I personally struggle with. Um, But in this case, The translation of purity is really meaning to be purely with your moments, to be present, to be aware, to be in those moments, to live with yourself in those moments. And it can be really, really a powerful practice, a powerful tool to free yourself. A lot of stress and anxiety stems from worrying about the past and what has already happened and things you really can't control and you don't have the ability to change. And then stress and anxiety also comes from the future. Worry about what will happen in the future. Worry about the possibilities of what could go wrong or a myriad of things in the future, which you also don't really have control over. And so the idea of Saucha or purity or being with yourself and your moments is really about living life in each moment and having faith that you have the tools that you need. You have the tools you need to walk through those moments with whatever will come up for you. And it really is asking you to kind of flow, to flow with your moments. And flowing is something that is potentially difficult and I can attest to that because I am a recovering controllist you know trying to control what the moment holds trying to control how things work out and what I've really learned in the past year is that as I let go of control and I really allowed myself to be present in moments present to the flow of the moments present to myself and the feelings that came up, the sensations in my body, it's really started to create this sense of freedom and it's kind of magical. I don't know that I really have the words to articulate the shift that I've felt in myself when I really started practicing Saucha and this being with myself and being with my moments, but it's this really transformational shift in in mindset, in body, and in spirit. And so 
That's kind of why I'm talking to you about this on the podcast today because it can be such a powerful practice. And so this kind of looks like taking the time to check in with yourself and what are you feeling? What is coming up for you? It's meeting the moment where it is. You know, whatever the moment holds, meeting that moment there. It's kind of futile to resist the moment because it's already happening and you can't control what's happening. You do, however, have the power to choose how you react and respond. And so bringing awareness to what you're feeling, being with yourself, bringing awareness to the sensations in your body, being with your body, really gives you this power to choose how to respond in a way that serves you. And sometimes that means walking away. Sometimes that means a practice that serves you in grounding or calming the mind or reducing your stress. Sometimes it means you take action to walk forward into that moment and embrace it. There's no right or wrong in how you react and respond. All the thoughts of right or wrong is just judgments that we've been taught or that we've learned or that we've created in our mind over time. And we're holding on to them. And those judgments probably served you at one time. So this is not about judging the judgments. Instead about noticing them when they come up and tapping into your power to choose how you want to be in this moment. Sometimes this niyama is confused for cleanliness. And while you can also tie cleanliness into this niyama, it's really more about kind of cleansing out the past and really being fully present in this moment, kind of clearing out the stagnant energy that's no longer serving you, clearing out the judgments, the need to control, that need for perfection, and instead being, meeting the moment where you are, practicing some forgiveness, and really embracing each moment as it comes to you. So like I said, this is the first niyama, and there are five yamas that come before this, and they kind of build up this foundation to step into this idea of satcha, or being with yourself and being with your moments. And the first one is ahimsa, which is nonviolence. This is being kind to yourself. Then there's satya, which is truthfulness, standing in your truth, updating your lens, just kind of connecting to the truth of the moment in yourself. Then there's asteya, which is non-stealing. And that actually can mean a myriad of things. One of those things being not stealing from yourself, from your future, from your time, meaning how overbooked are your schedules? How much time are you actually creating for what lights you up? And then you have Brahmahara, which is non-excess. Again, that ties into your schedules. It ties into all the things that we do in excess, the possessions we pull in in excess, you know, all of those things and kind of cleansing out that space, decluttering a bit. And then Apahagraha, which is non-attachment. Stepping into this idea of being unattached to what the moment holds, unattached to what people think of you. All of these are kind of building this sense of freedom, this idea of freedom. It's a philosophy within yoga. Yes, yoga goes far beyond the mat and the physical practice and into this space of getting curious with yourself and implementing these practices that really support you. And so being with yourself, that first niyama, that comes after the other yamas that I just shared with you is so powerful in understanding yourself. It's so powerful in creating freedom in your mind, in your body, in your life. It's powerful in connecting you to your intuition. It's powerful in releasing those attachments. 
creating space for yourself to move and to flow and to be in your life alive. So how can you do this, right? How can you practice satya? How can you practice being with yourself? I've kind of told you how powerful it is. I shared a little bit about how integrating this niyama into my life has been pretty powerful. So how can you do this at home in your life? A couple ways. You can do something I call the two-minute pause. And this has been something I've been recommending to Aligned Life members this entire month because we've been focusing on Satya this month. And a two-minute pause is really simple. It's taking two minutes to stop, to check in with your body, to check in with your breath, to notice what's around you. It is grounding and it really allows you to kind of check in with yourself and be in that present moment. What it does is it brings awareness to your body, brings awareness to the present moment. And that's powerful because ultimately all the power, all the potential, all the possibility, all the magic, all the miracles live inside this moment right here, right now. I will never forget when I heard in a yoga class, everything but this moment doesn't exist. Everything in the past is a memory and everything in the future is a dream. This moment is life right here and right now. And that two-minute pause supports you in connecting back into life, into this moment where you are alive and breathing and here. So the two-minute pause can be really, really powerful. I say do this every couple of hours if you can. And if you only have space in your day to do two minutes once a day, that's great too. Start small and build on those habits and rituals. Another way that you can practice satya, being with yourself and being with your moments, is to create a reflection practice in your day. So this could be in the morning and you kind of wake up and you reflect on how you're feeling this morning and what you need in this day. You maybe reflect on your plans, your schedule, your to-do list, and you really check in with your body and you check in with how you're feeling. And you kind of say, hey, this is my intention for the day. Or maybe you say, I'm not really feeling great today. So I'm going to move around my schedule. I'm going to move around my plans and create this space for myself to just be. Because by the way, being and doing are in two separate parts of your brain. So when you're in the space of doing and doing and doing and checking off your to-do list and, and all these things and just doing for the sake of doing, which I am quite often there, so I get it. When you're in that space, it's hard to shift into being. So this reflection practice can really support you in understanding what you need and it can support your mind and your brain to shift into the space of being creating that safety and comfort so that you can just be and let go of the doing part of the day because you kind of need that sometimes. So that's another way to step into Satcha. You could also have a reflection practice in the evening where you kind of reflect on your day. What was working? What was not? How are you feeling in your body right now? And what do you need in this moment? And another way to practice Satcha, to practice being with yourself and being with your moments is to really Take a day, if you can take a whole day, take an hour, take 10 minutes, and just be. Practice breathing when worry shows up. Practice grounding when you feel anxious. And allow yourself to walk through the moment. Open to whatever unfolds. Open to what you find in that moment. Using practices that support you to feel comfortable and safe because that's going to support the mind and the ego. 
to allow you to be fully present in those moments. And presence is not just like being in the moment. It's about being aware in the moment. Awareness of yourself, of the moment where you are. So those are just some practices that you could use to bring Sapcha into your life. And I wholeheartedly believe that yoga philosophy has been an essential piece to my own personal healing transformation. And I really don't share it all that much. And I'm kind of bummed about that as I'm recording this podcast. So I definitely plan to share it more often with you because it's been such an essential piece to my own personal healing. And I really believe in these yamas and yamas, these 10 principles, if you will, that kind of create the space for you to free yourself, for you to free your mind, your body, your soul, and and be in life. Live your life your way. This has been such an essential piece for me. If you want to explore the yamas and yamas more, if you're kind of interested, shoot me a message and let's chat. I've got a yamas and yamas exploration coming up. It starts in two weeks, um, but we're going to do this exploration, I believe, twice a year. So if you want to explore the yamas and niyamas, shoot me a message, or you can get some more information about the course, katiebach.com forward slash Y-N-E. Thanks for being here with me today. I really enjoy sharing these practices with you, these tips and these tools, and I'm just so grateful to have you a part of this podcast, to have you listening with me and creating this community. So grateful to you, sending you love, gratitude, and um, have a day, whatever that looks like for you. I'll meet you back here next week.